party all time. Because you, you think, oh, it's just a hook. But no, that's kind of the whole thing. That, that's the hook, yeah. the chorus, <laughs> the bridge, the out. Right. It's like, that's it. And is Rick James on that song, too? Mm-hmm. I remember him in the video. Yeah, I think so. I think he produced it, too, or something. Yeah. It was a hit. Good for Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Man. He's like, I'm going to be the king of the world. <laughs> and next thing you know, he's in a fat suit. And he's like, oh. No. Why, why am I in a fat suit? Then he looks at his bank account and goes, oh, okay, I can deal with that. Yeah, they look at the check he got. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take the um, the $20 million to be fat suit comic guy. No, totally. He was getting that. Some of those movies, those kids movies, he's like 30. And it's like, why Whoa. are you doing these kids movies? I go, have you seen the check? I don't yeah. care what the script is. I mean, at that point. Like we were talking about with uh, Nick Cage. He just looks at totals. Yeah. The scripts, I'm sure they print the scripts for him with what his paycheck is. They don't even put the title. Yeah. One million dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do the one million dollar movie. You're doing this. Yeah. It's like, what's the title of it? One million dollar movie. <laughs> the million dollar. Wait, what? Um, and that's funny. They have to slate it. Yeah. So he just knows. <laughs> million dollar movie. Uh, Take one. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I love how he was like, yeah, what the writer has uh, uh, written here is just something really really special i mean just the most generic thing like it didn't go into any specifics at all really good to go back to sci-fi because social commentary you can really get some good social commentary and your social commentary in here and you know and i was like what in the director well first i hope it's a rip-roaring adventure you just see nick cage and someone just walking in the woods and i go oh rip-roaring adventure exactly i'm like this is not well i like that it's considered sci-fi but the trailer is him talking to people yeah that's it it's sci-fi and okay good enough for nick (laughs) good enough sci-fi for nick cage where he goes okay do you think it's not sci-fi and the director just went yeah it's a sci-fi adventure because they don't want to call out nick cage for not knowing what movie he's talking about (laughs) yeah i mean i think it's nothing maybe one element of it it may be sci-fi but not really anything sci-fi. I mean, from what the featurette was even when they go into the movie. No. I didn't really. When he goes sci-fi, I'm like, sci-fi? And then I just thought about Nick Cage in like a full-on sci-fi like Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> that would be amazing. He would take over the movie, though. He'd like, just dress. I'd just put him in like space gear. What character would he be like in Star Wars? If like you said, hey, I need Nick Cage in Star Wars Episode Nine new character i think he would have to be like the what benicio del toro was in the last jedi that's what i'm thinking just like a pepper just a little bit and then because you know you'd want to see his face you wouldn't want to cover him up with like cg or anything you would just put him in a uniform (laughs) just don't even tell him he's in the movie (laughs) he'd be be so psyched to put on a uniform (laughs) (laughs) yeah he would jump at a a star wars chance totally it's like oh star do you think he would do it for scale Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just being Star Wars? As soon as you go Star Wars, he's like one of those actors where once he's once he's signed on, he's like, all right, let's do it. You know, he'd be going like, sometimes you probably have to like do pull it back a little bit. Yeah. You're the maintenance guy on the ship or whatever. He's like, go, go, go. He's like, no, this is not. This is <laughs> just a, you know, calm scene no. between you trying to fix BB-8 or whatever. Um I'll get him working again. Yeah. Oh! And you're like, what are you doing? It's like, it's like first scene. It's like, what are you it's like not. It's okay, fine. do we want to do another take? No! Yeah. Oh. 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 It's like the crew has to take a break. Go, 
I just have to calm down a little bit from they end up replacing him with a CG character because they just can't even take it. That would be awesome. (laughs) Like, but they keep his uh, live action stuff and then they just transition into a CG cage. Halfway through, it's just a CG thing. It's like in, um, what is it, uh, Rogue One, where all of a sudden it's just a CG character. Yeah, yeah. And you go, oh, yeah. But you wouldn't even know, though. I don't think with Nick Cage, like, is that him? Or CG him. Oh, yeah, in reviews, like, Nick Cage really brought it. Like, he just went somewhere else with He's the like, role. I wasn't even in the film. Yeah. <laughs> or was I? Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is post-apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. All right. Um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh. That's, that's a good intro. I'll, just, I'll, cut that. Intro. I'll just cut that, uh, that little, little bit out. Um, Keep that. I wanted to talk about the show that shall be unnamed, but I am... I'm over it. I'm a year the, the into the show. The one that just, you know, uh, claims your life, basically. Yeah, I am. Uh, I think I'm done talking about that show. Before our um, TV was stolen, uh, the writers took my TV for some I, reason. I still, I still don't know. I just know that it went down. I don't know. I I know how it went down, according to what you guys said, but just... We want to borrow your TV. Sort of. To, like... For, we, we need it for an hour. Yeah. Like, I was telling um, Dak that... Maybe our concept of an hour is different from yeah, the writer's hour. It's like I, I just every time I see it because you know because it's such a big TV, it's a fifty-five yeah. inch. It's not there. Like I notice that it's not there. Yeah. Like this every time I go, I was like, oh, it's not there. You know that space had been empty before. You know you got it. Yeah. And then now it's like, oh, it's the place where the TV was. Well, and I go, and, wait, what are they doing? And the thing is, though, we don't even have it on most of the time. Right. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. It just feels like whatever the mood is that day. Yeah. And then one day we just decided to watch like B-horror films from <laughs> the 70s, which were amazing. 70s. The snap zoom is, is in full effect. With we- Weekend we Murders. Go see. It's on, I think, Prime, I think. Weekend Murders. Yeah. It, it was weird because you don't know what's happening at any given moment, but there is so much style in the film for what they did in, I think it was like 73 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, 73, like 75. Early, early 70, yeah. The movement of camera, which people weren't doing. Like whoever this director was, was someone I never heard. It was an Italian director directing a British film for some yeah. It may reason. have been a, I don't know what it was, but yeah. It was, the the costumes are rich. Story was weak. I had no idea. That was probably the weakest part. There's like, you have no, no idea yeah. what's going on, but it was all reactions someone would walk in the room and you would snap zoom to every character reacting to a walk-in yeah it, it was yeah the reactions were you know i mean back in the 70s you could sort of forgive certain things because well when i say forgive it was a different type of uh way of going by you know making movies and uh you know what people liked and that evolves over the years yeah. um they look at the stuff today and be completely confused probably by what we do, but the reaction shots are just so laughable. But at first you go, well, okay, maybe this is, you know, this is a little bit much for the scene, but maybe, you know, it'll be peppered throughout, you know, going forward. But no, they just got more intense. Yeah. And the snap zooms got more intense. I think you had to leave to go to a, a session and at the end, there was just this flurry of <laughs> snap zooms, and when I said flurry, it was like time to a certain drum. I mean, a drum beat. It was just, it was like a crescendo of snap zoom reactions that made no sense for the purpose of 
having like a crescendo. Yeah. And it was like, and then credits. And you're like, what? What? What was that? It was, um, it, it's so funny too because it used a device poorly that we use now where you see a scene and you realize that's actually the middle of the movie, but you open with it. So, like, they started off on the yeah. golf course. And for some reason, there's 20 people on a golf course. There's a cop just randomly yeah. walking around. And you're like, why is everyone on this golf course at this moment golfing? Then someone, the ball goes into the sand trap. They hit it and they find a hand. We cut to the opening credits and we're like, well, that was weird. Yeah. Then we finally go back to that scene. I was like, oh, they were showing us the middle first. But we had no, it just seemed weird. Someone was golfing with 20 other people that weren't golfing. That weren't golfing. And then the rea- and every every little stroke was like, hmm. And then you'd go into like 20 reactions of each stroke for this golf. I'm like, what is going Either like rich, you know, it's like in a, I don't know, in the hills of somewhere, yeah. rich people. And like, well, maybe rich people just watch people golf and just react to every stroke. Yeah. It's like, this is what we do. Is like, this, this the set? Well, there was no internet. Yeah, maybe, so maybe, maybe I don't know. Like, hmm. That shot. It's like, oh, okay. Maybe. But yeah. it's it just seemed really weird. At least the reactions did. And I think, was that, did that end up being, no, that was the second murder. Because the first it four were it jokes. First, yeah. Like the first time you see it, all of a sudden, it was kind of a weird joke. Because the youngest son, who was 40 for some reason, because, you know, <laughs> 70s casting. He was. Like the mom goes to check on him in his bath, but yeah. he's 40? And he's laying there with blood covered mm-hmm. everything, and he gets up going, <laughs> joke. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's the worst joke. Yeah. He's like the, the levity of the whole thing. like, But oh. not funny. No, no, no not. Like, but he I was like, supposed to be. Like, Damien, yeah. like, type of creepy horror. Definitely. So you're like, what is going on? Yeah, and then it was another joke. He planted something somewhere, someone else, and it was about, you know, death. and But... I never understood what people's agenda was here. Even no. if it's just to like come here for the weekend and just chill at this this house or whatever. Yeah, you never. Uh, it wasn't until like was it thirty or forty minutes in when you realized they were there for a will reading. Yeah, which which should have been the opening scene of why they were there. Yeah, we're like, what is this? But but the just to break it down the hand or whatever at the beginning had nothing to do with the will reading. And so we were sort of made to believe, oh, is the will of someone, that guy that just died. The guys, but no, that's not what it was. It was something else. And yeah, it just didn't it was, a lot of work story-wise. But, um, and it came back. We ended up watching Weekend Murders because we watched that Donald Farmer film. Um, great Donald Farmer. The, uh, what was that? Oh, the, the uh, shark one that your cousin watched. Oh yes! Uh, tell me about de- that. Demonic shark? No, uh, um, it was a demonic shark. Uh, shark uh, exorcist. Sorry, <laughs> it is. If okay, from now on, if you like hear a title with a shark in it, mm-hmm. like shark exorcist or shark whatever, it probably has nothing to do. Is not remotely close to what you think it is. Like, and it doesn't make sense that movie was called Shark Exorcist. But what's so funny was that. After we finish the film, it obviously recommends other Donald Farmer films or Don yeah. Farmer or something. And at the very end was this 1970s Weekend Murders, which was actually 
fantastic for what it was like for filmmaking oh for it was it shot was, well I mean, it was shot like, well they did interesting things that people weren't doing unless you were like a like an orson wells or a kubrick or something that was really moving the camera because like even zach's like look oh i mean look look at them doing a dolly and then when they moved the camera i was like that's not a dolly because you can't the camera angle was wrong right and you could see the floor and it's like that was before like you could just digitally remove a track right they would be on the table, then move to the door, then where I was like, how heavy was that camera? I mean, this was before like heavy. the modern day, you know, For steady sure. cam and stuff. So we watched that going, how does this even get lumped into Shark Exorcist? I don't know. I mean, it's it be interesting to see what how people or what the algorithms are for like putting together. Do you think the director of Shark uh we can murder. Just like, well, how did? Wait, how Screw did my you line, guys. My, my film is good. Well, because I mean, I think that's the thing is like, had we watched Weekend Murders separate, it would have been uh, dated. But yeah. watching it after this, it seemed like a masterpiece. No, right. Just right. from style alone. Yeah. Because Shark Exorcist all came up. John's cousin. Hey, I'm watching Shark yeah, Exorcist. Yeah. It's like, how have we not heard of Shark Exorcist? Because we watch a lot of shark films. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, frame one or, you know, first couple shots of Weekend Murders, you go, oh, okay, this is this is well shot. Yeah. First frame, first couple scenes of Shark Exorcist, you go, oh, okay. Video. Okay, I know, I know what we're in for. Yeah, this is, mm, it, wow. I hope was, I can get through this. What's really weird, just unpacking Shark Exorcist, which was not the goal for the day, but is shot on video, clearly shot on video. But the idea of it seemed so interesting. This nun, in the opening of it, nun goes to this landlocked water, which is kind of weird anyways, summons up a shark, which we don't know why. She's just saying no something. No idea. This crazy girl runs up to the nun and goes, I know what you did. Nun pulls out the knife, stabs the girl, throws the girl in the water, and the shark, which was the same CG shark in every yeah. shot. <laughs> eats the girl but you never you never see anything because money but and that's the last you see the nun that's the last you hear of any of it so it actually started off interesting well it started off like okay like this doesn't really i really i don't know what's going on but hey we at least have like uh a nun yeah we have exorcism okay i get it okay something summing up a shark which was interesting shark has you know really bad demonized so something's going on i don't know why send me a shark to avenge whatever i don't know how that's gonna happen unless people get into the water sure and then nothing yeah it it was it was we were so enthralled that people were walking out of their office and would walk by going oh my god what are you guys watching and we vaguely give a premise and everyone would just stop and watch and they're like yeah what do you got? This is terrible. But <laughs> in a weird way, then we had to look up Don Farmer, who is 65, which blew all our minds. <laughs> yeah. And he's been making films since 87. He's been doing it for 31 years. The same way. And the same way, because Zach said, wait, this is the best he's at right now. Because <laughs> that movie, I think, uh, Shark Extra is like two years old. Because then we did turn on another Don Farmer film for like, a, oh, uh, Cannibal Cop. Yeah. Who yeah. was not really a cannibal and not a cop. So... He had a cool title and just my thing is this cannibal cop, which is like um, that movie. I'd actually really like wolf cop, right? He is a real cop and a wolf. Well, he's a movie cop, right? And a wolf. 
cannibal cup not a cup or a cannibal <laughs> so it's like you already ruined i know the idea of that maybe he's he's good at you know um the pitch the pitch and the titles for clickbait you know yeah. it's just like yeah i'll get him in on this one cannibal cop has nothing to do with cannibal or cop right and you yeah oh. and then you open it you're like why did i click right this? i'm an idiot because <laughs> in your mind you go oh cannibal cop yeah in your mind it could be a campy thrill ride yeah. of a movie that you go okay yeah yeah i'm on board and then it's that and you go oh, okay i've been duped <laughs> But this it goes back to what we've had in conversations before where it's like, do you want to be this guy that's just continually working or do you want to be, you know, push for your passion project? There's something charming that this guy at 65 still just making the same shitty film over. But sad because he's not learning anything. It's not like he's doing – he's shooting video and it's cool. Like if it was Weekend Murders of him, look, he has a lot of really good ideas. He's shooting on film because it's cheap, but – no one's taking him serious because he's making movies called Shark Exorcist. Yeah. Well, I mean, film's not cheap, but... Um, but, I mean, even if it was, like, say he was even shooting with, like, the Canon 5 or, or the 7 or any yeah, of the Canon, yeah. like... Because we've seen one or two where you can tell it's shot video, but well. Like, okay. Oh, absolutely. They, they picked the right cheap digital camera to use as opposed to, you know, the Best Buy two-for-one deal on, you know, high 8 or DV or something. Yeah, I mean... The- this is a language of cinema, so you know it's all about shot selection, shot size, uh, composition, lighting, uh, camera movement. I mean, all these things blocking. All these things happen can happen in front of a, a high camera, no. uh, Genesis. It can happen in front of a Alexa. I mean, it can happen no. in front of you know a still camera. Yeah, and be good. But, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, you could you could put in Alexa out there. I've seen it. Yeah. Where there's just like, ooh, this is ba- <laughs> shot with an Alexa. Yeah. You know? So, you know, to your question about would you rather have, you know, uh, Don Farmer's career, which he may be, that may be his passion. Yeah. Or my passion or something that, like, maybe I'm not passionate about, but I get to work all the time. Yeah. Um. I just at first night I just couldn't do that. Like if if they say, Well, we'll give you free reign of shark movies you can create, <laughs> write, cast, you probably like you have to cast these people right. because you're not gonna cast who you want. Like if I could cast like bring Daniel Day Lewis out of retirement and cast him in a shark movie and have like all these other actors like Meryl Streep and yeah. everything and figure out a shark movie, like that would make Jaws or whatever a billion dollars. You know, and come out and you know, then I'd be. It has to have some level of camp or fun or whatever. Right. But I, I mean, I'd make it certain uh, so that like, okay, this is something I can do for one or two. I mean, right. or maybe six months. I mean, these movies can't take that long to make. Well, if you watch Shark Exorcist, it took a week. I mean. <laughs> It's just, it's terrible. I swear they were, first of all, 300 grand. I, I'm sorry. I don't know where that, it's Farmer's House, maybe. Yeah. And he took five grand and, like, made the movie. Treated everyone to some pizza every day. And, uh, yeah. Because it's like, a shot on high, was it shot on high eight or something? There was a guy, <laughs> there was, like, a story within a story. Look, if you have these movies, don't do stories within a story. It's just it's just unless hard that's as it is. part of it, right? 
Because this was clearly not. But but I wonder if he watched, which I think was the year before, um, Avalanche Shark. Yeah, there's an Avalanche Shark. Leave us alone. Um, which was better. Yeah, but I always love that when people get attacked by the shark, they always have just like one scratch. Yeah. And you're like, I don't think you understand how sharks work, but Shark Avalanche. That was one of those things where they brought, there was a, wasn't there like a film crew there documenting, or was that a different shark Wait, one? this is, which one? Oh, Avalanche, oh, shark. Avalanche. I think so, yeah. Because yeah. they had like an expert there, mm-hmm. uh, but that must be some trope or something, because in this, there was, there was the host of Ghost, no, it was uh, Ghost Fakers? No, no, that was the other one. That okay, was, that was, in Shark... Was, uh, in, uh, 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 shark Exorcist and Shark Exorcist, but there were the two because there was the the main chick that we saw, and then somehow there was another. Oh yeah, there was show. another. There was another. She was ghost show or something. Yeah, because she was Ghost Fakers, and then the main show was there for I don't know. It was at that point we were just like I don't know what is going on, and in that world of the reality show, I I like I would love to hear. I know there probably wasn't one, but I love to hit the DP having a meeting with the, the director going, okay, in the world of the film, you have this person filming on a high eight camera to this woman's back for some reason. <laughs> like, what is he filming? Like, what are we seeing? Yeah. Like, as an audience, she's talking to the camera. So, is it that the, the director's probably gone? It's like, you know, I, I come I, on, how can you... Uh, I'm shooting three films today. My vision, <laughs> you know. It's like, let's have this guy in the back so that we see that this is actually a shoot. Yeah. Irrespective of the fact that what he's shooting, in theory, he gets back to the uh, edit bay with f- a bunch of footage of someone's, uh, the back of someone's head. Yeah, yeah because she... She once we realized that we're watching Ghost Talk or whatever her show was. Yeah. We then shift perspective to see the cameraman. We're like, well, that's kind of interesting to show that's the show. But she keeps talking to our camera, right. the audience camera, and then her cameraman, like you said, is behind her the whole time. And I was like, I and then when Ghost Fakers came up, it's like, wait, is someone filming her or is she just there? It was really Yeah, and then yeah, because she had yeah, I don't know where was no. that cameraman for the. Yeah, this is this is the problem with in general with shooting something like a shooting a shoot. Yeah, because you have to, in essence, mimic what your crew is and put that crew, like a second crew, in front of the camera and film that crew as if they're filming something. Yeah, and that that's a logistical thing that you know, if you're a professional crew, you yeah. get right. But like in here, they go, oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's a sketch of yeah. And then there's another show, and there's a competing show, and she comes in and blah 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 blah. And um, I guarantee you, there was no cameraman. Yeah. And it someone goes, oh, but how is? I have a question. Like how? If this is a show, we need like where's the cameraman? Are we the cameraman? Oh, Bob, just get that you know high eight camera and just yeah. get in the frame. You know that wasn't. No, I don't think I mean, anyone... I don't think anything of this was really planned out, but it's like... Well, it also ended to, for some reason, an end credit bonus scene that was Whew. 10 minutes. That's that's a whole podcast. That was 
It was really weird because it was a special needs girl, which is always kind of creepy in these type of films anyways, like when someone does I that. I don't get it. She was in a gift shop at an aquarium, kept picking different stuffed animal sharks for 10 minutes. And then looked at looked at the fish tank, went back to picking sharks, back to the fish tank, sharks, then started crying, end a movie. Yeah. And then took the shark and started, like, seductively... Rubbing it on her? Yeah, it was like, what? Now, in the whole special needs, it's like, don't put a person like that in the movie or a character like that in the movie unless it's... I don't know. It's just It just didn't... It just seemed like it was exploitive a little bit. But um, for that scene, for the movie, really, but for that scene, if you told me that that movie was made in the 70s... (laughs) Then I'd be like, okay. Yeah, because they would do, not not that the 70s, I mean, 70s were weird, but they would do weird arty shit. No, like, no, totally. Like, you know? no, no, she's just going to stare at a wall of sharks for 10 minutes. Wow, how high are you? Right. Really, really <clears throat> then high. Then I'd be like, well, it was the early 70s. Yeah. Like, it just came out of the, six, the 60s. So, yeah, I, I, I get it. Well, know? that was that weird thing, too, where... We went. We couldn't figure out because there was that one great effect where the one girl turned into a shark. She mm-hmm. had like that shark mouth or whatever. Yeah, which um, was should have been used. Which I thought was way more be throughout because that was in the trailer. You know, <laughs> it was like shark mouth. I was like, okay, so she turns into a shark. Like the trailer had like a point of view yeah. and like tried to make something of it. And you watch the movie, you're like, oh, that's. You're just going to do that for this scene? Okay. Well, because that was that thing where then we started to figure out, oh, she's possessed by the shark. We we still don't know why. Because there was no ties to the nun opening scene. Because I think it said a year later or something Something like like that. Something like that, yeah, yeah. So this one girl, the shark girl, I guess we'll call her, is at a park. And then a different special needs girl, I don't know, Don Farmer. But this young special needs girl who also has a shark in her hand comes up but she's like 32 and it's like why is she at the park by herself why is she talking and then the shark girl takes her back to her house which is just creepy All right they both strip down to already having baby suits on because movie and by the then, way everyone in this movie every woman in this movie has a bathing suit on, on. underneath or whatever so yeah. they're ready yeah i'm sorry man. And then got into the pool, and then somehow the shark appeared. But we never saw it. They cut away before that. Right. Got into the pool. Shark underwater. The same water. The same shark. I guess that was in the pool? But then we were like, well, then is she the shark? And then I think maybe then it was the next scene when they were at the fair that she had the shark teeth. And we went, oh, she's a shark. Then, okay, as weird as the end credit scene was... The girl that was in the bathing suit, once again, bathing suit, yeah, walks to the water on a cloudy day to sunbathe. Oh, then this, right. this one, I was like, which girl? Yeah, I know what you mean. This scene made seventies zero, yeah, zero sense in the in the world of this shark movie. So a girl gets out of her truck, walks close to water, lays a towel down, lays down. She's on in her bikini because movie, yeah, and. This one guy starts walking up really, really slow. Old, old guy. Cut back to her. Cut back to him slow. Slow. Cut back. I was like, wow, he's looking for his 82-minute movie. <laughs> and he just takes out his phone and just starts taking yeah. photos of her. And you're like, all right, shark's going to pop up. The nun's going to pop up. Something's going to happen. Something's going to make sense. Then he well, looks at his phone. 
and starts scrolling through the photos <laughs> he just took. She's oblivious. She's she's closed her eyes to the world at this point and doesn't recognize that there is a man, a foot on top of her, a, a foot like at because he's like head. almost rubbing, not touching her, but rubbing his hand over her or like waving his hand over her, and then yeah, that's just, right. And then we're like, what is going on? And I think that's when uh, more of might have came out of her bay going, what is happening? Yeah. We don't know. I don't, it, it, yeah, she was like completely uh, taken by the fact that it was like, it, it's all stupid. Like, here's this like, I don't know. She was a fitness model or whatever that they got to do the scene for the day. She gets out there in this overcast day to do some sunbathing. Yeah. With no one else around. Yeah, no one, no else. one went to this park or this beach. And in all these movies, it's like, oh, let me go to this deserted yeah. beach of waste or whatever was in there. And so she goes out to do that. Closed herself off from the world, apparently. And, you know, maybe because there was no sun, yeah. she wouldn't recognize that the old creepy guy was blocking her yeah. sun. So she just plays dead for you know what was it like it was like a five minute scene it was like it seemed like it was 15 minutes <laughs> it really did i was like because i guess we all were like okay the shark's gonna pop up this girl's gonna pop yeah, up so, she's gonna be the shark like we just kept or even the guy was gonna attack her yeah like he seemed like he was definitely a creepy predator so yeah. he was like okay now my t- now it's my time to get there but you thought well at least i thought Okay, now he's going to run and get her because obviously he can't roll up on her. Yeah. Because she would hear him and run away. Nope, that's exactly what happened. I just, I guess I just. And to me, the the most. I'm not smart enough for this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I didn't go to the right school. (laughs) Maybe if I was Harvard educated. I mean, the USC is good, but. Maybe. I don't know. It's just, there's certain things in. They didn't teach this in film school? They didn't. I mean, Don Farmer's been around for 30 You didn't go to the Don Farmer I class? I did, we, he didn't We teach. did not cover Don Farmer. Maybe we should have. It was either him or go to the Lucas class. And I mean, I was stupid. I went to the Lucas class. Yeah. And <laughs> the Lucas class is pretty cool. I saw some animated Lucas films. Anyway. Um, but was it Don Farmer? It wasn't Don Farmer. I think no. it's like when you watch these, it's like, and not even trying to be like, well, you should see my movie or I have something better. It's just weird logic things. It's not even trying to be snooty or anything. It's like, oh, The Last Jedi ruined my childhood because of this. None of that. Right. It's this guy comes up and takes photos of her, then still standing within one foot, starts scrolling through the photos. Why? Like, what? I know. What is happening? And a lot of times we'll start these movies and you know, like even like with Shark Avalanche, big-breasted women are in bikinis. You're like, I know exactly why they made this film. Right. It's going to sell somewhere. There's young, attractive women wearing very little clothing or no clothing. So, like, even when the shark exorcist starts and people start going, you're like, all right, we're going to the water. As much as everyone was in a bathing suit or had a bathing suit ready, not a lot of gratuitous shots of bathing suits because then once you look up the guy, it's like, oh, this guy's been doing it 30 years. He's 65, and you're like, oh, this is going to just be a boob film. Yeah. And you're like, this guy is perverted. Not really. I don't think he was doing it to hang out with young, hot girls because most of the girls were just okay looking. I mean, every woman's beautiful. At that. <laughs> but it wasn't like he went for the 18-year-old, big, biggest-breasted 
actress he right. could find to put in a bikini. These were just regular people that probably had, were part of the local theater and wanted to be in a film. And and we watched uh, a little bit of Cannibal Cop and these same women, these same actors. So he has a you know a, a team staple. Of, yeah, yeah. So he has his team of. Uh, <clears throat> Actors, yeah. uh, <laughs> my one of my favorites was the priest. There's a priest in an office. <laughs> I forgot that was the same film. Genius. And he's he's I don't know on this, the phone or something. It was actually well thought out because he's a priest, so they have him in his in his outfit, yeah. framed moderately okay. Couple Bibles. It was fine. No, it's fine. They did just enough. Put him it's in fine. a corner. Put one or two Bibles. Yeah. But John notices in the foreground, stack of books that... Acting books. Stella Adler (laughs) acting books. Like, not one, not two, not three. It was like a stack of acting books right in front of him, in the frame. Which I didn't notice, and John's like, oh, the acting books. What? And we were around. And I get it. You use whatever you have if you're set decorating. But normally you would turn those books... That's around all, just all to look have, at books and all you have to do it would have been one thing if it was a don farmer's like acting like maybe he had his own book and like he <laughs> right. put it there like as a I promotion it, i wish it were that but that no was genius i forgot about the priest yeah this movie just, like, just was a cornucopia of things yeah it, yes exactly that's that's how if i were him that's how i would pitch it <laughs> Because Do you like things? Is, has, I made yeah. 80 minutes of things. <laughs> it has just that. But, you know, I mean, I could see the creepy guy in the um, in the open with the with the girl. You know, you didn't hear anything, uh, really, and you can do Foley. So it's the director going, farmer going, oh, yeah. All right, take a picture. Take a picture. All right. Uh, I don't know. Scroll through them. Okay, so we can see what you did. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, but I want to be able to see it, and he probably thinks, "How we're not going to come back to this guy, so how will we see what he's taken?" But we see the girl, she's and it's like there, yeah, like taking spy shots, but still standing above the body. But it's not to, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, but I, yeah, like why would she? And then placing the hand over the—I don't know what that was. That would—it'd be one thing if he was scrolling through a couple, and then it ended up you saw three other women. Oh, he's—he's he's rolling up on people. <laughs> But still, that scene had nothing. He didn't die. I don't remember. She didn't. I don't remember even waking up. Like, that scene had nothing to do with anything. Did she wake up? I think she woke up, like, after he left or something. But she didn't. But he didn't die. So it's like, normally in a different film, Shark's going to attack him. There's something bad's going to happen to him, the consequences of what he did. No. Yeah, I see, I think the your problem is that you're applying logic <laughs> to, to this. Like, wouldn't it be uh, awesome if he just came from other? Yes, it would. Yeah. But this is because every other girl has been in a bikini, so he could just scroll through and going, "Oh, this guy's you know been looking yeah, at all I the think girls." That's a great point, and I think that brought <laughs> up to Donald Farmer blow his mind. Yeah, you know, I think that this in talking with you right now, there may be a movie here. It just <laughs> wasn't. It just wasn't thought out. But, like, if you just went ahead and made a few adjustments, not necessarily a good movie, but there's a, a movie that at least has some sort of, like, logic to it. Well, because the opening was very, like, he had the idea for the opening and then winged the rest of the film. Some nun coming out, once again, broad daylight, which always looks kind of weird when you're trying to. No, what the, yeah. So the nun comes out, 
summons a shark, which you don't see right away. And you're like, oh, this is interesting. A nun that went bad. Some woman comes up and she just murders her. And you're like, I am in. <laughs> like, I, I just want to see. Yeah. I want to see this movie. The shark appears a year later. Nothing to do with a nun. None never comes back until the end for some reason, and I don't even kind of remember what she that. She does is. come back at the end, but I have no idea what. If it, it did not even make sense either, because it just ended. Yeah, and then we went to the credits, and then we had the ten-minute girl just looking at sharks for ten minutes, like plush, plush. And that was when sharks. everyone, everyone just sharks. was yeah. waiting for something to happen. We're all just staring at the TV going, something's happening. Yeah. Something's going to happen. And then, first of all, it was like, wait, is this like a Marvel <laughs> credit scene for this Nick movie? Fury going to come yeah, out. <laughs> exactly. But at least you could talk about, you know, a $250 million budget. But in those, which it should be, yeah. in those bonus scenes, there's economy to it. Like, yeah. it's like a couple minutes. Yeah. This was 10 minutes or whatever. Of yeah, it just, was like 10 minutes. Yeah, of just, uh, I don't know what that was, but it was like. I don't know. Do something. And we're all pitching. She's possessed by the shark. She's going to attack someone. Uh-huh. Wait, is that the girl from before? No, no, that's a different girl. So we're just all like spitballing, like trying to figure out yeah. what is happening in this film. And and it's funny because uh, like I was talking about before with the girls in the bikinis and we'll start some of these shark movies going, all right, I know what I'm in for. But we decided we'll go back to Shark Exorcist because why not? Mm-hmm. But we started to watch that 80s film. That had not the Millennium Falcon on the cover. Yes. It was just literally they took part of the Millennium Falcon, mirrored imaged it, so it looked a little different. I don't know. It was something about we had to stop it because there was a lot of nudity in it. And this was 1981. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, It was 81 or 82. So, you know, it's it's still we're all adults. We all work in a business where it's it is a weird business. So you can watch a movie like that. But. obviously going to be totally respectful if it's just starts off that way like if it's a shark movie and women in bikinis and people are getting attacked by sharks i'm not worried if someone walks by what are you guys watching shark exorcist that's hilarious because i think everyone on the show even the writers would go that's a movie yeah don farmer you guys should do a movie with him bring him on next season as a director (laughs) let's just see what he brings to that one (laughs) but we so we start watching this movie and within the first two minutes nudity and this girl is like yeah. already at this guy's pants taking him off like okay we need to stop yeah, that one was you know it's yeah it wasn't just the okay in the woods and okay and it's kind of start off with like a little tease or whatever yeah and she's then, in a bra or something but but then we cut to like the uh first act and exposition and yeah. all that no this was like full-on but for some we saw a spaceship land for some reason couple in the woods were like this is exactly how all these movies go. Then she's almost nude, and then he's almost just like, all right, we, we got to turn yeah. this off. Yeah, it, just, it, yeah, it did get really uncomfortable. <laughs> because it was just out of nowhere within two minutes. I was like, this is an... And I get it. There were boobs in the 80s or whatever, but this was right away. And I was like, I think this might be the rest of the film. Because I was intrigued because it was it was something to do with like uh, aliens and... No sharks, though. It was just an aliens film. But like teenage yeah. alien dumb 80s movie that's why i was so surprised when you start watching the don farmer one is how it wasn't like the women weren't just in bikinis to be in bikinis they were near water they would go into their bikinis so it wasn't like hey i'm just in my bikini for some reason okay right you know and it wasn't there wasn't a sex scene just to have a sex scene 
like the Don't Kill It, which was awesome, the Dolph Lundgren one, he was the naked one for some reason. It's like, hey, we're going to have a sex scene, but it's just him naked. (laughs) And you're like, with his scarves and his necklaces, and you're just like, he's still in good shape. This is great. Hat. What a boot. Didn't wear his boots. Yeah, he got up, and I think he was in his underwear, boots, and a scarf. Then he slowly kept putting his necklaces on. <laughs> he did. Right. He had so many necklaces on. Oh god! But it's it's so weird that like like back to the Dom Farm. It's cool that he has. There's something charming in the fact that he has a staple of actors. He's just cranking these films out. They're selling somewhere because we wouldn't even. I would never touch my radar, and it was all because of your cousin. You know? No, totally. Yeah, I, I kind of. I think. Midway, you're like, wait a minute, your cousin paid for this? Yeah. And so I quickly got, good point. So I'm like, <laughs> I need wait, to investigate. you paid for this? Yeah. Now, that one was on uh, demand or whatever. But there was another one she did pay for, which was Three-Headed Shark or something like that. Well, because we did, we, we powered through, like, uh, our own little shark week. And, you know, we had Avalanche Shark. So we were watching anything that had, like, shark in the title. Right, Sharknado. And it's funny because it does seem like... Like Sharknado is the most fun because it's just about cameos, yeah. but still not very well made. Nope. Movies are not well made. You just have a, a cast of characters where these other ones, they're trying to be something. Some were better than others. Like Shark Avalanche is just funny because there was the idea of what it was. Right. Then I watched Shark Lake. That was the other Dolph Lundgren one for some reason, Shark in a Lake. Um, sure. That one wasn't bad, but... You just had these, but it's like it's so weird that Shark Exorcist never came up on our feed. How yeah, that did this was not weird. come up because it's Shark Exorcist? It was weird. I mean, it's just I almost want to like make one just to go, guys. I mean, it could be still campy, still whatever, but like at least have like a story or, yeah. or something. Why does it have to be? A sh- I mean, sure, or a shark because you, know, you got to be by the water. And then I think that's the thing. It's like you keep doing it. It's like I saw that one, which was. Um, sand shark you know water's not uh what was it where land's not even safe and you're like awesome but then it's like well then just leave the sand but cool premise what if the shark lived in the sand then it's like what if the shark was a ghost and that lived in the snow which was shark avalanche (laughs) but the idea of shark avalanche like it's gonna be an avalanche of sharks no there wasn't an avalanche at all no. There were sharks, but they was due to some sort of mystic thing, because at the end, all she did was straighten some sort of pole. Remember that? Like, it was at the end of uh, Shark Avalanche. It was yeah. It was because there was some sort of tribal thing in the snow that something got knocked over that released the shark, and then once she straightened it, it was, it, it was fine. <laughs> it was like, all right, you got to have it. But some of these actually are clever. Like you said, they have an interesting story, but until, like, the shark pops up through, a like, a hot tub, and you're like, because there was that the three girls and the guy that sat in the hot tub the whole movie. No matter where they were, yeah. they were always in a hot tub. And like, then, why are you guys in a hot tub? And then the shark came up through the hot tub. Yeah, and we don't know. How did that? Well, I kind of expected that. Where, but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wherever there's water, kidding? I don't know. Yeah, if there's water, there's a shark. No, that's not how sharks work <laughs> at all. It was like in the shower, just, you know, you know, sink shark. Oh, it's going to come up through the sink. You know? oh, I'm surprised there isn't sink shark already. <laughs> you know that either exists or it's in development now or someone is hearing this and they're about to. And Don make. Farmer. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Shark. I could do something with that. I'll have nothing to do with sinks <laughs> or sharks. I will just. I think it goes back to, like you, you're saying, it's like, uh, and also it's fascinating. Okay. A lot of th- random thoughts right now. It's interesting that these movies get bought still. 
that yeah. there isn't a level of quality, not even storytelling. I'll give Shark Exorcist, but even if it was shot slightly better, because mm-hmm. there was um, what was that Dolph one? That lizard Dolph movie, the one where the the dinosaur, it was like the ancient lizard or something, and he. Oh was, right, 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 and the it was the bear in the beginning, and the bear was. Oh Not yeah, because we're like yeah, because we thought that was it, and then the lizard came in. But yeah, because we thought the bear was the the big monster, and then they killed the bear right away. It's like I thought the bear was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. that was still a terrible movie. Yeah, shot well. Like, it, oh, okay, I wouldn't even really say shot well. It looked better. Right. It, <laughs> it presented itself as a movie. They all kind of blend together. Was that the one where he was always in his trailer, always in his trailer, <laughs> drinking whiskey or whatever it was the whole time? Like, he, no matter where they were, he would walk out of his trailer in the most awkward place. Like, does he just drive yeah. with that trailer? <laughs> like, this is really it's, bizarre. It's, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm going to be in my trailer the whole time. You come out and have a camera there, but I'm not traveling anywhere else. Action! Yeah. He walks out, says his line, and walks back in his trailer. It's like, I'm going to do one take, <laughs> and that's it. But oddly enough, I think they released that movie in 3D in China because it was shot right, in China. And he said it was like, Ten million dollars. It was ten million dollars or something. Oh. Um, I, I have no idea why. So it, I think that's the thing. It's like okay, so Don Farmer gets three hundred thousand, and I get that model where you make a million dollar movie and you can sell it to like streaming or overseas to make money. But who's looking at the Don Farmer films other than the titles? Like if I was a distributor and I saw Shark Exorcist, we need to put that on our our list. It's almost people gave him money based not on what he's doing but on yeah. title, like. I would want Shark Exorcist in my streaming catalog. I think that there's a. I think we just don't know the model because there's all these films do get bought and are enjoyed um, elsewhere. They don't have the same obviously cinematic taste that you and I do in terms of like you know scrutinizing the way things are, be it story, be it VFX, be it whatever. So they see it and go, "Wow, it's a novelty." This cheesy shark and cheesy dialogue actors it doesn't make sense. It's uh, it's so disjointed. But like, I don't know where people watch this stuff. But it's like it, there's a market for it, and yeah. it's overseas. It's not necessarily here too much. And I would get if uh, I'd get it if this was more of the early days of streaming, where you're just looking. Because a lot of times, like when a lot of the streaming services started, no one had like the real content. They would have, like, older movies, mm-hmm. nothing new. So, like, if you put in, oh, 2017 shark movie, well, it's brand new. I'll watch it. And it's not at the theater. But now there's so everything's streaming. Like, mm-hmm. why do you need this content? It, not that wider people need the shark movie. It's fun to watch. I get it. I love dumb entertainment. But you would feel like some of these people would want just better quality. You know, I, Not even, like, I, I'll give away the story, yeah. like... The, the ideas in Shark Exorcist seemed okay. They just were poorly executed. But it just didn't look good. No, I no, I, I totally hear you. Yeah. I'm totally with you. Yeah, it's like, you know, if these, they put a little more effort towards, you know, having them look like something. I mean, it's not going to look like, you know, a $100 million movie or anything like that. But it at least could, you could move the camera over here. You could make, you know, a slightest adjustments. And just make it to where, okay, I'm, like, not necessarily invested, but, like, I can see where this is going. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not even, 
I never thought I'd say this, but I was longing for predictable. Yeah. Like, it's not even predict. Like, I, I can't even predict where this thing is going. And it's not like, oh, wow, I never even saw that coming. Great. Brilliant. Yeah. No, it's like, I, yeah, I have no idea why that's in this movie. I don't know. Oh, what? Where? who is that? Why isn't that character come back? No. What? Yeah. You know, it's a lot of what? It's a lot of that. Um, and so... It's just a little more, like you said, just a little more effort. And it's just sort of like Final Farmer's been in the game 30 years, but it just seems like people are, hey, I'm just going to pick up a camera and shoot a movie. And that's how, and that's what's so amazing, like with someone who has like this career is that this literally feels like it, it would be more charming if this was a, a kid out of high school or sure. they were like 23. And not that youth makes anything different because, I mean, obviously, Citizen Kane, he was 25. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean that. But there'd be something charming about these guys that just made this over the weekend. And you're like, all right, these guys don't really know how to make a film, but that's fun. But then you have a guy that's making this his career, and they're just – I would even – like you said – he could – you could still make a good film on High 8. You know? You give High 8 to someone – like, you give Spielberg a High 8. Right. He's still going to make a good film. They'll make a good film. It doesn't. The camera is just a tool, right. you know. And you obviously, if you know how to use the tool, then you can make it work. It's, and I'll forgive little things. Like if it's like, all right, like it never felt like. Other than when they started doing the shows within the show, and like we started losing that, he never crossed lines. Mm-hmm. He knew how to set up shots, regardless if they were good or not. He never right. did that thing where we were watching it going. He's not even keeping the eye line correctly, like. He's looking up, he's looking down, but they're talking to each other. Like, what's right. I, I think it worked that he knew how to make a film. It just, he knows how to make pieces. He just doesn't know how to put them together. Right. And, and you know, I it's probably like, you know, you can't, I don't know him, but you probably can't tell him otherwise. So yeah. he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm making movies. The thing is, if you're making a movie and someone's giving you 300 grand to do it, I don't know that you think that you need to do anything else. I don't know that you have to do anything else. You don't have to please you or me or anyone else. I mean... But, if yeah, if this has been the film you've been making for your 30-year career, and they're like, we just keep keep making that, I'm sure he would maybe even try something else if he wasn't making money. But he's made, you know, it's 31 movies. Wow, 31. Yeah. Although one's a a couple documentaries, so I don't really know. Maybe but, those are good. I don't know. But we were trying to find like an old one. Oh, what did he have something and he's just sort of progressed? Like, is it going to be the same, but just, you know, oh, this is how I've always made. But we couldn't find anything from the early 80s or the mid 80s right, to right. 90s because I really was curious. I'd like, be really curious to see that, too. Um, I think that there are a lot more um, using Spielberg as an example, but there are a lot more Donald Farmers than there are Spielbergs. Right. And I'm talking about guys who want to make movies, who make movies, who are completely happy and completely satisfied and completely proud of stuff like Shark Exorcist. Right. And, you know, you talk to them and they go, what do you mean? This is this is great. This is my... Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. Loving Sort of the Tommy Wiseau effect. Hey, I got $6 million for a movie. It's a great movie. It's a comedy. Sure, it's a comedy. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know. Is it a drama? Yes. Yes. It's it's all of that. It's all of that rolled up into one. Yeah. Um, rip-roaring adventure. Yep. It's that. <laughs> Always got to be a rip-roaring adventure. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's, 
you can't really tell Tommy that he's not, you know, great. You can't yeah. tell him that he's not um, amazing, that he didn't solve Hollywood and, you know, conquer everything. Yeah. You know? You know, there's a lot of guys like that who don't have, the, obviously, the notoriety of the the room. Um, you know, their guys have to, like, in, in, in everything, in every uh, field, you know, there are guys who just content with their station in life and like i remember when i was 18 and i was just like a freshman in college or, or going into college actually i hadn't been there yet i just graduated high school and um i got a job at in baltimore at a coca-cola bottling plant okay and so i was there with people who have been in this plant for like 30 years maybe graduated high school but no one had gone to college. Okay. It was just like, made a lot of money, a lot of overtime, but it was just depressing in this yeah. like uh, underground hot facility where you just bottled syrup, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, wear the hair net and all that. Um, this is like, you know, conveyor belt Coca-Cola, you know. Yeah. And what you needed to do, but like it's, it's a plant, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, you know what, this is. This is good. It's a good experience for me. Um, it's one of those things where, like, and I had a cousin who was working construction, too. You know, he was going to college, but he's like, I didn't learn, this is during the summer, I didn't learn what I wanted to do, but I learned what I didn't want to do. Oh. And so it was like, you know, you sort of look at the guys and go, wow, you know, these guys are like, 40 50 and they've just been here their whole life and some mm-hmm. can't even drive because they live close and they walk and yeah. um they, they just make a lot of money you know um and i remember telling my mom like I, I can't believe these guys don't want something more yeah you know like I, kid i didn't know hey they have families they support their families they have a job don't know circumstances yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's actually really good for them um and she's like well everyone's not gonna be going to college everyone doesn't want to everyone yeah. doesn't want to do what you want to do everyone doesn't want to have ambition there's there's a lot of different people um in the world and you know these people are completely content with this and then i sort of after that realized how great it was to have a job like this how privileged they were and probably felt yeah. to have a job like this where they can come every day and you know make the money they make and um you know everything was all everything was all fine i mean this sort of was a big part of why i guess trump won is because people wanted to to have that sense of security you know to have that job that they can you know uh go to work come home and 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 give the paycheck to the wife whatever and yeah you know and 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 move on i said like that to say that like donald farmer is probably at a point where he's like, "Yeah, this is my this is my ET or this is my yeah. Spielberg career. This is like I'm I'm making stuff. My stuff is streaming. You know, yeah. Robert and John are watching this stuff at yeah. work, watching my stuff at work. They're talking about it. Those but, Hollywood guys but, are watching my movie you know, at their Hollywood show. <laughs> exactly. They're not watching Spielberg. They're watching me. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, he's he's making money. Probably got a nice house somewhere and yeah. and doing fine, doing yeah. great." So, yeah, because I think he lives in the Midwest, so he has a house. Oh, he has he may have a compound out there. <laughs> it's just 
all relative, you know? I mean... And that's the thing. It's not like he is coming out... Once again, I haven't seen any interviews. It's not like he's coming off going, my next opus is right. a cannibal hooker. So where I'm... T- it's like, all right. Because I don't know. I haven't seen one thing. This all just came about like literally the other day when it was like, my cousin watched Shark Exorcist. Hold on. Let me see if I can find that movie. And then you start diving into who's, who's doing it. And that's the thing. It's nothing against Don Farmer. It's just that he is making the movies he wants to make in a way... He makes them. Right. Like, he's excited. It's like, I made a movie. He's probably maybe that kid that had a Super 8 camera. Mm-hmm. Was shooting his own little films. It's like, I'm going to do this. Just kept making, just plowing away. Yeah. And never got any farther than what he's doing now. But thank God for streaming. For sure. Because that's the thing. I'm really curious about the... The other ones. Like, the mid... Probably... I mean, 87 to 2003... I mean, obviously, these are all straight-to-video type of movies. It's, But it, mm-hmm. it must have been harder to, like, get that. Unless you... I mean, I guess once you have eight films. All right. Yeah. I don't and, know the, and there's someone who's doing numbers going, yeah, a lot of people are renting this one in, you know, Paraguay. You know? I mean, and maybe that's it. Just people are just renting this stuff. And, and he has a... Maybe he has a following. Yeah. I mean, he, he, it's, it's a cottage industry for everything. Yeah. So... Maybe he does have a following, and it's like, oh, the new Donald Farmer just dropped yeah. today. All right, yeah, I'm gonna go see that. Um, and most people are probably not looking at it for the camp kitsch factor yeah. that we're looking at it for. They're probably like, not that they think it's a serious movie, but they're yeah. just like, this will be fun, you know. Well, and I think that's what it is. It's just trying to figure out the end game of the movie. Because if you're doing a shark movie and you're going for a market, it's like. Oh, have a kill after kill after kill. Always have an interesting kill. Or how are they going to show the shark? The shark, we, I mean, for a movie called Shark Exorcist, we see that one uh, CG shark like six times, but all within usually one chunk. So it'll be shark, woman, shark, woman, shark, and then that's it. Yeah. Then there's a whole part with no shark. Then it's alluded that the girl's the shark. Was he just trying to go for the blood and gore? Which he wasn't because it really wasn't bloody. I mean, it wasn't bloody enough, really. Yeah. So I think that's it. It's he found this weird middle ground between Shark Avalanche and just some guy shooting a film on the weekend, mm-hmm. where it's like he has a little more than that because he understands the idea of like he got us to locations. Like he even if it's nothing happened, like that one girl getting photo, uh, you know, taking photos, that feels like that was from some other film that he just put in there. I shot this one day. I didn't know what to do with it. It definitely could have been. Uh, and wasn't it shot like in New Orleans, Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah, it was shot in a lot of different, but like we said, it was always shot in places that, um, like, because he's from Pittsburgh, Kansas, and this was shot in Paris, Tennessee. It was like, everything was like this big name, (laughs) but but not. Uh, So yeah, Shark Exorcist 2015, and Cannibal Cop was two years later, and Cannibal Cop was actually kind of hard to watch. Yeah, we, we had to abort we, that one. We aborted that. Uh, let's see. Um, <clears throat> Mission. Yeah, which is like, look, we tried. And I think yeah. what it was, it was the idea that we saw um, that movie because of what, you know, your cousin. So we were all in on yeah. Shark. And then it was like, this is newer. Let's watch Cannibal Cop. Yeah. Wait, he's not a cannibal. He's not really even a cop. All right, I'm out. You know? And I think that's what was so funny. It was all the same actresses sitting around yeah. talking about the same things going, I don't know what I'm watching now. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm watching... I don't think he's, like, a, a binge type of guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, well... 
Well, see, that's the thing. The tagline is different than what the poster because it's possessed by Satan's shark. Pray for her. But see, I never knew. I, I never. But yeah, then why did that. the nun have to, like, I don't know who was possessed by the shark. Like, he had a lot of really good theories, I guess. Um, it was 71 minutes, and it was barely 71 minutes. There was that 10-minute. Uh, there was Yeah, that's including that 10-minute. Yeah. <laughs> 71 minutes. Wow. Best user review ever. Like watching a porno without sex. <laughs> it, I, I, yeah, exactly that. Okay, filming location. Sorry, um, Jackson, Tennessee, New Orleans. Uh, I'm from New Orleans. Uh, Paris, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. Wow. So, and it was funny too because when we started watching Cannibal Cop, they hit a lot of the same locations. Mm-hmm. There was one where like, oh hey, there's that thing. Hey, there's that thing, and I was like, oh, you must live. Within obviously maybe Tennessee or something, and then just has just shoots around. Yeah. So that was that was actually pretty amazing. It's like, good for you. Yeah, like you said, he has a compound because he sold his one movie thirty years ago. It's like, oh, I bought a house for twenty two thousand. Yeah, and they probably foreign distribution or whatever probably, you know, has a deal and says, hey, give us five titles. Yeah. You know, and it's like you buy them in bulk, and yeah. it's like whatever you got. That yeah. Shark Exorcist, sure. Shark, whatever, sure. You know? Well, and that's how, like, those movies, like, the whatever, the one with the the boobs that we turned off, like, that was when they were buying things. It's like, all right, it's a space movie with, you know, it's a teenage romp with boobs. Fine. Buy five of those. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll put that on the shelves and someone's going to walk by going, hey, that kind of looks like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And get tricked into watching. Right. Because you always have to keep, you know, uh, keep supplying new content. You right. Know? So it's like, well, this genre here does well like it's all about culture like if you go around the world every country is going to have some filmmakers who are absolutely amazing and doing some awesome stuff but then they're sort of low-end cult uh part of the culture quote-unquote it's going to be probably a lot different from what we you know deem low-end here right um and probably some stuff you go whoa really you're watching that so it's like the things with acting and stuff like that are not the same standards of acting and stuff are not the same everywhere i remember in film school uh great guy you know um one of a friend of mine he was from uh, cameroon he's a really good filmmaker but he was like he's he would go home you know and you know he's like i just nicest guy you ever want to meet but he was like but these people you know uh they go crazy over these uh local films that mm-hmm. they make there and he's like the acting is like really uh overly expressive and you know it's it's just laughable mm-hmm. and he's like i can't believe there's no subtlety or anything and he's like i can't believe that they're watching this and i go well don't you want something like this and he'll pump, maybe point out an american movie yeah. where you know the performance are <clears throat> measured and you know subtle and you know the direction is great and they're like no 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 we want this you yeah. know and it's like okay he's like i can show my film and they're like good job you know yeah. but they don't really want that you know so um he's like not that everyone doesn't appreciate that but he's like but there's a really huge market for the other stuff and market you know market do you think it's, to it. It, it's because it's sort of like say you go to um it's seen like your friends' films. Like, mm-hmm. 
you see it like even if it's not good it's like oh i know that person oh i know where that is it, it's that campiness yeah, of totally you're watching because you go into another country and you know you see all these american films and you don't know where any of that is but then there's some charming where it's like oh steve was in a movie and they shot at this you know the local market and there's something charming about that you know you watch it going oh i know where all that is so like even like even now like if i see a, a movie that's all shot around la it's like oh, i know where all that is yeah, that's yeah. fun so you go to these other countries that just make these low budget films you probably know someone that's in one of them you know where everything is so it probably seems super relatable that's like you, you know they're all sitting there going yeah your film's good but this is fun and they shot at yeah. dan's market i love dan's market and you're like Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's a me a large part of it. But you know, you have you know, even though farmers movies aren't um you know, winning academy awards or whatever or and they're not so gratuitous, you yeah. know, with the your boobs and sex and yeah. all that. They still have these women in there to where a guy's going to be like, well, in another country maybe like, oh, I can look at these. Yeah these girls i mean just same reason why we go to the movies and say i want to see uh halle berry or yeah. uh whoever the you yeah. know, star is and you go because i just think she's pretty i just yeah. want to go look at her or they want to go see uh hemsworth or whatever yeah. want to see thor it's just those things matter a lot too and probably more than anything yeah. you know it's like i know farmer's gonna have these this cast in his movies and i just like to look at the cast I don't care what the story is. I don't care whatever. I just want to, you know, yeah. I just want to look at this cast, you know, because I like, you know, whoever the shark, shark teeth yeah. woman is. But um, she's in all of them. Shark teeth woman is in, she's all, of in them. all of them. And and she was the girl at the end, right? And then we had no idea because she had different hair color. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, the, yeah, Zach, which I think he might just have been goofy. He's like, no, that's the same girl. She just has different hair color. And I was like, is, nope. How? It doesn't even... And if so, why? Why? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? He, so was uh, he like at 60 minutes going, I need at least 70 minutes? Probably. He Look, I already put that weird scene of the guy taking photos of the girl that had nothing to do with <laughs> <laughs> Got to get to that 71 minutes. I always thought it was 80, but I see a lot of movies now at like 71. Yeah, I thought... Did we like downgrade? It's like... It was, it used to be like 80. was 80. It was like 82, I think, had no, to be. No, I think it's been going down and down. I don't know I don't know why, but... Uh, Can't wait for the 15-minute piece. <laughs> I would like to probably, do, and I should, do more research and try to crack the whole business model, like foreign mm-hmm. distribution. Uh, I was talking to someone yesterday about the Unsane mm-hmm. and how... Oh, uh, the... Um, Soderbergh movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how... He got the movie. He got the money to pay for the movie by selling the foreign rights. Right. So that is the way a lot of these movies get made by selling the foreign rights, and that's what I kind of want to research: is yeah. like foreign distribution, foreign rights. You and I deal with international and stuff, yeah. and we have questions every now and then. Yeah. Go, but why would you, uh, you know what? I'm sure it's. I'm sure someone has yeah, a reason why. Exactly. So it's just like there's some sort of world that's going on over there, and I kind of really would like to crack it. I did go to a uh, seminar not too long ago uh, on the Cannes Film Festival, and getting shorts in there, and like mm-hmm. the film market, and how people just go and just watch these shorts from around the world and they just sort of 
range, of course, and and uh, content. And you know, there's just a market for a lot more than you think. Yeah. And you know, it's not just like here. At least you think, oh, well, the lion's share of the market is going to be dominated by uh, superhero, Marvel, yeah. big tempo movies, and then there's like a slice of the pie for maybe like the independent movie or whatever. Yeah. But anything else kind of SOL. Yeah. Um, whereas you go overseas and it may be completely different. So I'd like to, to know. Because there's got to be, because I know a lot of the movies like early in 80s and 90s, like if it was like, if you had um car explosion, a car mm-hmm. chase, you could sell overseas because those translated at the time. Like it was easy for, Foreigners to watch a sub, uh, even like a, a subtitled movie, but if there was a lot of action, right? Because it's like, oh, I can follow. Like, that's a bad guy. That's a good guy. There's a car chase, explosion, girl in bikini. We can sell it. Right. But like you said, it's like I'd really be curious. Like, what is the formula? Is there a formula? Oh no, you can make a lot of money in these three countries if you do anything with a shark. Okay, that makes sense. Right. You know, it's like, is there, is there an overall flow chart? Right. It's like, look, you can. This is how much money you can get if you hit all these things. And it's like a price thing. What if I had a shark at uh, $50,000? Oh, okay. Girls in bikinis, $60,000. Yeah. Girls, no bikinis, 100000 Okay. You know, you can just try to figure out, like, the math. I'm sure. Car chase, $10,000. <clears> and just try to, it's like creepy pervert taking photos of a girl sunbathing, $200,000. Well, I'm going to put that <laughs> in my movie. Just shoehorn that in. Like in the middle, there it is. Yeah, there's the two hundred million dollar shot or the two hundred thousand dollar shot. Yeah, because I guess there's there's a market for. You know, I don't know if I if I want to cater to this market mm-hmm. that just like who just jonesing for a scene like that goes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I'm getting this movie for. Yeah, some creepy guy going up to a woman and just taking pictures of her. It's like then looks at photos. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks at photos. It's like it, I don't know what the hand thing was. Yeah, but it's just. Yeah, it's like it's sort of I don't know, but maybe catering to a sort of seedy part of the the market because it's just like a lot of this stuff, and the reason why it's disjointed could be that he just puts together things that work. Like he he went through the chart. Yeah. Well, a nun killing someone is a lot of money. Got it. You know, he just takes them all together. Crazy title. Got it. Cool box art done because if you look at the uh shark exorcist box is actually really cool it's like the shark on fire which is really cool there is no sharks on fire in shark exorcist (laughs) um so yeah you can tick all these boxes to get the money you need yeah but doesn't necessarily mean and maybe that 71 minutes is even better because like look people streaming now they don't want they want something they can watch on the train yeah and it's like there and back. There and back, most people's commute is 80 minutes. Make a movie under 80 minutes, they'll watch half of it there, half of it home. And like, yeah. great. Sure. You know. What would an honest poster of uh, uh, Shark Exorcist look like? Probably just that girl holding a plush shark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what am I? Wait, is she possessed? Is the shark? Wait, what is I don't even know. Yeah, because that's the. Yeah, I... Like the Satan shark. That's not even a good represent. That's a good yeah. tagline. Like basically, he could have even sold it from the poster and the tagline. I would have bought that movie. No, totally. Yeah, it's like yeah, you're looking at the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. When we start post apocalyptic films, I would have bought that film. We would have been bankrupt because <laughs> I would have been. <laughs> Look at the poster, and it says Satan Shark. 
You Give know them all our money. One of the deals are happening. <laughs> Look at the post. What's it about? The shark. It's yeah. Satan's shark. Are we going to see that? I don't care. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was uh, Shark Exorcist. If anyone yeah. wants to do it, um, John's going to do some research on foreign. Maybe we can figure out the flow chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And then um, <clears throat> maybe I'll reach out to Don Farmer, see what he has to say. Because I'd like to him? actually have a conversation. Yeah. Maybe Skype him in or something. Do it. Be our first interview via Skype. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right. Uh, this is uh, this has been Post Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. Take it easy. <laughs>